because someone has to say it, and no one does it better than Inez Says. Hello and I welcome you back to the Inez Says Podcast. I am Scott Inez. Appreciate you being here today. You can find the podcast wherever you get your podcasts, including Spotify, Apple Podcasts. You can find it right there on the front page of the WDBO app and WDBO.com. And please join me for Orlando's Morning News with Scott Inez, 5 to 9 a.m. on WDBO 107.3 FM and AM 580 in Orlando. And you can stream us right there in the WDBO app. All right, so we've talked about this in the past here on the Inez Says Podcast, and that is the issue of swatting. It's only within the last year or two that this term has really become widely known. What is swatting? Well, basically, it is a very dangerous hoax. It's the deliberate reporting of a false crime or emergency in order to draw a very aggressive response from a law enforcement agency. The swatter's goals, for whatever reason, is to target a residence or a place of work to harass or even intimidate these idiots who make the call on these fake swatting calls. They typically tell police that there is a violent crime going on at a certain place, i.e. there is somebody holding hostages or along those lines. It's dangerous. It's potentially deadly to those in that home or place of business and the law enforcement officers who were involved in going in mass to this particular place. As a matter of fact, right here in Central Florida, recently a California teen was arrested after Seminole County deputies said he was connected to a swatting incident at a Sanford mosque last year. Seminole County Sheriff's Office say they received a call back on May 12 of 2023 from a man claiming that he was going into this mosque mosque in Sanford with a gun and explosive devices in the call. This guy can be heard saying, I'm going to commit a mass shooting in the name of Satan. The caller also gave the exact address of the mosque and ended the call with the sound of gunshots. He says, I'm getting out of the car right now. I'm walking in. I have an illegally modified full auto AR-15, a Glock 17 and pipe bombs and Molotov cocktails. So how do you expect the Seminole County Sheriff's Office to respond? As any law enforcement agency would respond, they sent 30 personnel to that mosque, but quickly, luckily, found nothing. They did catch the young man who made that swatting call. They caught him out in California and extradited him to Seminole County. But catching these morons seems to be the exception, not the rule. Now, recently, I talked with Volusia County Sheriff Mike Chitwood about swatting and the dangerous challenges that these calls present to law enforcement. Here's that chat now with Sheriff Mike Chitwood. I would think you have to treat all these calls with the utmost urgency because the one you don't, something bad might happen. But how much of an issue is swatting for you and other law enforcement officials, Sheriff? Good morning, Scott. And you are exactly right in what you say. You have to treat them all as if they're real, but you have to keep in the back of your mind as you're responding and you depend a lot on your dispatchers, the call takers, the number that came in. There's a lot of research that goes in while we're responding uh, to make sure that we don't respond in a, in a, in a way that's going to hurt or kill us or an innocent person. Uh, you know, I've been swatted personally. My parents have been swatted, mm. uh, especially during last year when we took on the neo-Nazis. 
And, you know, it's a scary thought that, you know, my father, you know, at, at 80 years old, retired law enforcement, here's pounding on the door at 2 a.m. And the first thing he does is grab his gun to, to see what's going to happen. Now, Port Orange, PDA did a, fa- a fantastic job. They were able to contact my parents and let them know exactly what was outside the house. So it kind of we kind of uh, diffused the situation. But the, these clowns that make these calls, they are hoping to see an innocent person get killed or law enforcement kill an innocent person or law enforcement get killed themselves. You know, you look, we have federal judges. We had our United States senator get swatted. Uh, These clowns know no boundaries and technology's on their side. They're able to shield their identity. Uh, Like the one that the call that came in this weekend came in through a game, but it was encrypted. So we really can't track down who made that call. Unreal. So what, I mean, what can you do when these bozos get their jollies about this swatting stuff? I mean, like you said, our Senator Rick Scott was swatted over Christmas down in Naples. He's got a bill that would increase jail time for those who do it. But what what in the world can you do as, as a sheriff about this stuff? You know, what, what you, you got to try to do is hope they make a mistake. Uh, and, and sometimes that's what happens. The people who consistently do this sooner or later screw up and get caught. But what I learned in our, my swatting incidents were that the call was bouncing off of servers in Mexico, in Russia, uh, you know, in the United Kingdom. So it's really difficult to trace because they're, they're bouncing off of servers in other countries, and in some cases, there are countries that aren't friendly to us who are going to cooperate with the subpoena. I know you're familiar with the California kid who was arrested by Seminole deputies last week for swatting a Sanford mosque. Sheriff, do you know the behind-scenes information as to how that guy was nabbed? Did he, in fact, make a mistake, Sheriff? He did. He also swatted a uh, uh, a weed shop here in the land as well. Mm. He, he called it a bomb threat there. And they were able to trace him, get him, because of he did make a mistake. And they were able to jump all over that. Is there a way to work with tech companies to make these numbers traceable? Is there, is there any way to, to work with the techies here in, in order to, to, to chase these guys down, Sheriff? You would think the tech companies would want to work with us. But just look what Amazon just did to us with the Ring doorbell cameras. You know, I remember as the police chief in Daytona Beach, Ring representatives coming to me and giving me dozens of ring cameras and asking me to give them out to victims of domestic violence, to places where there were a lot of burglaries or car breaks. We did that, and and they did it under the auspice of, we're going to create a safe neighborhood using these ring doorbell cameras because law enforcement will get access to the video. Well, then they turn around last week and say, hey, can't have the video without a warrant. So what was the sense of that? If you have, that means if you have 15 homes on a block, and you want access to that stuff that's in the cloud, you have to get a warrant 15 times over to get that information that they told us they were going to be law enforcement friendly. So I don't expect a lot from tech companies. As a wise guy, kid, Sheriff, we would sometimes make crank calls and say, you know, is your refrigerator running? Yeah, well, then you better go catch it. So it's gone from that to swatting here. People have been killed because of this, and and tragically, this stuff continues. Why are these people swatting others? I mean, I I read a story about a a, a kid who swatted another kid because that kid beat him in a a game, an online game. I mean, is that what it amounts to here? Why is there so much of this stuff going on? That's what it amounts to. It's nothing more than harassment. It's a way to harass people or get even with them. If you don't like their politics, you swat them. 
You know, and here you, the example you use a perfect example. Here's a kid who lost the game, so this will this will turn around and make it even to have the cops show up at their house at two o'clock in the morning. Much appreciation goes out to Volusia County Sheriff Mike Chitwood for the chat here on the Inez Says Podcast today. That's going to wrap it up for the podcast. I invite you to join me on the radio every weekday morning for Orlando's Morning News with Scott Inez, 5 to 9 a.m. on WDBO 107.3 FM and AM 580. I'll see you next time. If you only have a 401k, you're not getting the most for retirement. Wait, what? Add a Robinhood IRA on top, then they'll boost it by 3%. You can do that? And if you transfer in any retirement account, you get 3% on top of that. Is there a limit to the match? No limit. Robinhood Gold gets you the biggest contribution match of any IRA on the market. Sign up for Robinhood Gold at Robinhood.com boost by April 30th. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Match on transfers subject to additional terms and conditions. Robinhood Financial LLC. Member SIPC. 